Okay, well, I actually grew up here in Levin, and uh, my mother's from the Ponganui River, Pippa, a place called Piparicky. And, um, and as I got older, I got more involved with Piparicky, you know, because I can understand what it means now. You know, my mother used to say, you got to go back there, boy. So now I'm starting to learn what's that all about, you know. And so how long have you been in Levin? Levin, I've been here most of my life, you know, because my father's English, because he came from uh, England and met my mother, see, had a little place called Radahi. So mm. one thing led to another, and hey, and they came to live in. And, and if you don't mind me asking, Richard, are your parents still alive? My mum just passed away in the last three months. Oh, Very, you know, know. And it's been heartbroken, you know. Yeah. And do you, do you think you'll do her headstone? Well, I eventually will do her headstone, but um, my dad's still alive, and, and um, yeah, and he's going. He's heartbroken because he lived mm. for her, and. Um, yeah, and I, I find it very hard to talk to him about it, you know. Yep. And I talked to my mum when she, before she was dying, you know, well she, she she surprised me. So yeah, but no, when when a time would come, hey, I'm sure that you will. I yeah. I'll do it justice. Mm-hmm. At the moment, we're touring Richard's um, five-acre property in Levin, and uh, of course, with his in- engineering background, he's um, made a water feature sculpture. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of people come here. When they, when they talk about headstone, they come out here and they just sit around and have a yarn, and they sit by the water and they think they're like they've been blessed, you know. And they just love coming here because they, they reckon it's, it's peaceful, it's quiet, and it's just time out for them. Yeah, this is time out because my wife uses it for her flax and dye and her stuff and that. And everyone on the main highway used to think this was my workshop for my headstones. <laughs> they used to say they used to see my wife out here more than they ever saw me. <laughs> but um, yeah, being an engineer, and I. My son gave me a hand to give me a hand to build it because he's a he's a carpenter, and I did all the other bits and pieces. That was my first mosaic piece. I ever did. Little it's pukiko. Hi, hi. Pukiko. So we're outside of um, Richard's um, home along uh, the main road of Levin. And he's taking me to one of his uh, his workshop area. We've just been into the showroom, and now we go into the uh, workshop. Yeah, he did one with the bushes and the bush scenery on a stone, and did one with a carver bowl for islanders. They love the carver bowl. As soon as they see it, they want one of those. How do you draw those on? Or it's all computerized now, and computers lucky they have them because we when I first started, it was all the hand cut, and, and I had to you know learn how to draw properly and good enough and. Must have got away with it, I'm still here. <laughs> so, Richard, we've got a big st- uh, headstone in front of us with a guitar. Hi. Walk us through the process, how you got that guitar on that stone. So, you... The cut- guitar's cut out shape, you know, we used to cut a lot of it ourselves with, you know, diamond tipped stones and that. Now, India will cut it for me and I will do all the other part of work on it. So, India the country? Yes, India the Aus- country. Yep. They will, they will cut out the stone what I want. And I'll, I'll do the rest of the process once it gets here. Right. You know, it used to come out of big raw material, and I had to cut it. And there's a lot of labour tents in it. So I send a picture up to India to what I want, would scale it on, you know, on a piece of paper, scale it, and, and every detail I need to know, and what they need to know, and they'll send it back to me and see if it's okay. Then we we'll go from there. How does this all get to you? Is it like um? Oh, they ship it, ship it out, you know. And it's got to go through quarantine and, and check through everything. And 
And do you have to go to Auckland to pick it up? Or? No, they'll ship it down here. Oh, right. Because MAF are looking at containers and check to make mm. sure there's no no um, stuff coming through to mail. So they'll check it and, uh, yeah, and they'll come here. And so where do you tinker away? Okay. This is, this is, this is all my work in it, you know. So you're doing one at the moment in your sh yes, workshop? Yes, one goes to Napier, and like I was saying, this one go up to Tauranga. And th these are, these are all my, uh, these, these are all different heat stones. We, what we do, we, we, we'll set it up and show them what they're going to look like, the heat stone. And once they gave us the okay, then we'll process it and go ahead and start marking it all out. And it's very important to make sure all the words and spelling mistakes are right, you know, from the start. Especially when it comes to Māori words, you know. Hey, and there's a lot of, lot of um, Māori's argument, can they fix up a lot of old headstones because the, the Pākehs are spilt it wrong back then. And unfortunately you can't, but you've got to grind the whole stone right back. Well, what's a typical day that you do? Get up, have some breakfast? Get up at 6 o'clock, get into it, have my porridge. Make sure I have my porridge. I cut out the brown sugar and the uh, cream. Yep, and so and then then I then I make my way into work. If I, all depends what kind of day I've got on. If I if I got heat stains, I got to make sure you know everything's in place for the day, and uh, sit on my tracks and get home in the evening and, and start doing a lot of book work, you know. And yeah, there's a lot of paperwork, believe it or not, like permit fees and permits for different cemeteries. But all that would be covered by what you quote the families. Oh or? yeah, 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 quotes any, but you got to write down what's like sizes. And, and, and I send off a photo to the, to the, cemetery, um, to the councils so they know exactly what's it going to look like when it's finished and what it looks like when it's up. Mm. Richard, in your opinion, what's the difference between you and a Pākehā mason I, place? I personally think it's feelings. Hey, I, I, I just don't take your money and, and bump you off at the door. I, I think um, being Māori, because we're loving and embracing people. And, 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 and I... And like Tony said, he, he's starting to understand how Mary's work now, hey? and he reckons it's a great feeling. He, he, he takes his hat off to us because when Māori's, Māori's come here, we hug, you know, and, and it's, it's great to see Have one a cup of tea, aye, sit aye. down, don't hurry. You know, yep. Exactly, you know, and he, he thinks it's time-wasting, but I don't <laughs> think so. I think it's Time is money. Aye, aye, he, he thinks on the Pākehā world. Maybe he's right, but I don't see it that way, you know. Hey, mm. so I still, you know, at the end of the day... You know, I'm just, we're going to get a stone, you know. So it's the feelings, it's the warmth, it's oh, the sit-down, yeah. have a yeah. or it's not about sign on the dotted line, sweet, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of people ring me, and you know, and you get a lot of thank you cards, and you know. And, I, and once once they, you get all that, you know you've done your job. And you know you always catch up. Especially when Māori say, oh, you did my auntie's so-and-so, and I said, did I? Because <laughs> you get so many, you know what I mean? And... and and, and it's, it's, hey, it's a lovely feeling, hey? it's a loving feeling. So, Richard, I mean, if you're doing stones for, for um, you, I think you mentioned Napier and Tauranga, I mean, how do you feel by being a part of Urupa all over the country? I mean, you can walk on, maybe walk onto Urupa and say, oh, yeah, there's, there's more, not your work. I mean, it is your work. Aye, you know what aye, I mean? Aye. <laughs> I, I was at a funeral down in Otaki last weekend. And everyone said to me, I see all your stones here, you know, they, you know. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah. And they said, yes, no, you can, because it stands, they said it stands out, you know. And it's, um, yeah. Must be a buzz. I mean, oh, it's, it's you're a obviously buzz. a humble man, but. Yeah. Yes. 
I only had one complaint at a Pākehā lady, actually, from Auckland, rang me up. I sent it to Auckland, and I never put my logo on it, because on the side of my stones I have a logo. People want to know where that stone comes from. It's like a signature. And I asked, I asked families, what, do you mind me putting my logo on? And they said, no, we love it. And I never put it on it because I thought, being Pākehā, they wouldn't want their Māori pattern. Oh, right. Aye, so, but she... She was, yeah, really offensive by it. And, you know, she, she said, how dare you don't put it on mine? Oh, right. Because a lot of people asking her in, in, in Auckland where she got her stone from. Now she had to tell them, you know, instead of just looking on the side of it. So maybe, you so say, from then, do you just put them on yeah, all yeah, stones? Yeah, and we put them on all our stones now from that day on. I thought, OK, bugger it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so how often are you in this uh, workshop? Are you in, the, in here every day, Richard? Well, yes, I spend a lot of evenings in here, and, you know, and because, I don't know, it seems to grow on you. And... Um, and as as I am now, I'm building a new workshop because I'm I, what is it? It's just got too big, you know. This is growing all the time, and which it's is only, a good thing. Oh, it's a great thing because you know you meet new people, and it, it's good because um, hey, I'm, a lot of people are moaning because they wish they got a headstone, they wish they knew about me, you know. Yep. And uh, when they seen what I can do, and they wish you know, wish we knew about you then. But so I'm trying to get out there to make you know people let them know I'm there for them. It seems as though you need a couple more sales reps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you can't do everything, Richard. Know, it I seems know. like you are. I, I try, you know, because I'm an engineer for the work store. I've been, I've been working out there for 16 years and doing this for 16 years. Because my wife keeps saying, you've got to slow down sometime. Mm. And sure, but I, I told her, this is, this is, um, I'll be finishing up in the next, next month because th- this is my passion. Finishing up, oh, your main job. Main your job yep. as an engineer and, and contract on headstones. Because, you know, this is where I want to be. Yep. More satisfaction. And so what do your your friends and whanau think of what you do? Well, my whanau, they can't believe me because I, I was a little kid who was scared of headstones. That's weird. Yes, You yes. used to run away from them. Yes, from run away from the cemetery, run away from the headstones. And, and, and they can't believe it because here I'm doing, yeah, no, doing it on a big scale. And, and, and they come here because they pop and they just love what I'm doing. Yeah, no, it's a and great do your whānau come to you for headstones, um, Richard? Yeah, no, you know? yeah, they they do, but mostly friends. They come to me, and um, and of course, you know, you look after everyone, even friends. You look, you make sure everyone gets a good deal. Now, can we just quickly talk about your machinery here? Okay, being an engineer, I made all my machinery. Jeez. I could never afford it, so I thought the only way I could do it is make it, because I built my own workshop and everything. See. So as, as my friend said, is there anything you can't do, you know? Is your father a bit of an engineer? My father, no. Where, do, where did you learn how to do it yourself? I don't, I don't know, to be honest. I just think I'm just one of those gifted people, you know, very gifted. And someone must have gave me something like God or someone, who knows? Who knows? So are you, are you one of those, um, are you a man who, when you were a teenager, if the radio broke down, you could fix it? I was always tattooing. My father didn't like me in a shed, but hey. <laughs> so what does this machine machinery okay, this, do? This, this, this machine pallet. So I lift up a lot of headstones and drag it around the place. And this big machinery out the back, it drills all the holes for the flower, flower vases. And you put those gold thingies. Aye, yep. aye. And then made it so it recycles the water and keeps it all cool, the blade, and it's cutting. And so I had to design it so it all works good. And where I, I made a blasting machine where I blast all my headstones because it's all sandblasting now, you know, all the words that are chiselled. So, I, and being an engineer, I made my own sandblasting equipment. 
So what's this, um, Richard? Yeah, that all sucks out all the, all, the, all the fumes and that, you know, when you're sandblasting. And that cold air coming through my helmet is from an old vacuum cleaner I stick outside and sucks <laughs> in cold air. Oh. And as a guy came round, he said, that's Kiwi ingenuity. So, no, just... So does this, what's the purpose of, of this? It cools the... This, this does... As you can see, this fringe stuff on my headstones, that's a masking tape, and that'll blow through it, but and that'll cut out my cut out right. the lettering for me. Man, DIY. So, how does creating memorial stones become a passion? Well, for Richard, initially it was all about how to save money. Well, you know, after we had to do a stone up the Whanganui River, um, we thought the cost was so expensive, and I thought, well, if we can learn how to how to operate, you know, how to get into the business, and so one step from another. Because it's fair to say that Pākehā had the, the domination in that in aye, that area. Aye, they did. They did for a very long time, and they still have. But it's just trying to get our people to, to move, go forward, and, and, and set our people how to get around it. Let's talk about, uh, you mentioned before that you're an engineer by trade. I mean, yes, an engineer by trade, and um, so... I just thought I'd take, I can do one step to the next, you know, and see if I can create something out of, the, out of it, make a headstone. And the very first one was out of concrete. <laughs> and uh, since then we've moved on to granite and marble. So. It's become quite an elaborate field, you know, moving in the, the, the different things you can do these days. Oh, exactly. It, it's a huge, it's a huge thing you can do today in this day and age. You know. OK, well, that's cool. Shall we um, go for a little tour, perhaps? Right. Yep. Um, so if you travel towards Levin, in this area, um, it's on state high, it's on the main state highway. And is this a home-based business? This, this is a home-based business. It's our grown So this is your house? Hi, hi this is my house on the main highway going south to Wellington, just outside Levin. And, and, um, and it's, so many people drop in here because they see the sign and, you know, and, and they thought, oh, even Parkia's dropping here and they think they're a bit worried because they think, oh, you know, he's a Māori. But hey, I cater for all sorts, yep. so not only our own people. Okay, this is my showroom here, and we've got a lot of different patterns of stones. And being Māori, I like to do something for our, so it's, it's individual, you know, you've got your own piece. It means more to us, you know. Because a hura kohatu or an unveiling is um, usually done after the loved one has passed away and usually after a year is a sign of remembrance they, they usually have um, a headstone can we talk about these pieces here yeah um, you know like each piece is individual you know so you, you're not going to get the same as someone down the road and that's what everyone's looking for just that unique piece for their loved one and if you can give them that they walk away happy and they always tell other people you know and being a Māori we've all got a big whanau's and so they keep coming back to you and say, I want that same, you know. But they're never going to get the sacred same because each piece is unique. And as you, I will show you through my workshop on different, different patterns, different designs. And yeah, no, it's lovely. So this piece in front of me, um, this, this, is, is this marble here? That, that's granite. It's Indian granite. Granite. And where do you source your materials? From India itself, actually. Yes, I'm sure they think we're from there, Indians. <laughs> and, so... Uh, no, they, 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 they found me, actually, and, um, yeah, and they wanted to do a deal and, and cut deal. So I, what I've done now is brought in bulk so I can pass that price down. 
Yep. So, you know, instead of, if I buy a shipment load, I can pass it on to our own people, Pakeas, Māoris, Chinamen, anybody, as long as they're happy. Can we walk around to yes. this area here? Oh, look at that. It's like a um, white koru-koru patterns. Oh, yes. It's all carved into the stone, so it's just not there put on, you know, it's all carved in. So, so people feel it, and when they, when they rub it, they got, you know, they got more meaning to it. Each stone represents something, you know, like a kuru represent of a children or, or their loved ones passed on. So I, I do the artwork. So, so what people say to me is, I ask me, you know, about something, then I explain to them how I could do something for them, and, and, and show them what they think, and if they like it. Then we go ahead with the process, you know, next step. So walk us through that process, um, Richard. So somebody comes in here and picks a design and then do you, or actually maybe if they want, if they've got something in their own mind that they want, not necessarily found in here, what, what, what do you do? Do you sit down with them? And well, I sit down and I ask them about that person and talk to them, you know, and, and we have a good understanding, you know, base, you know, so it's just not flick them, grab their money and flick them out the door. I, I talk to them and, 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 and ask them what was their interest in life? By the time you finish that stone, you actually know that person, how they lived. And, 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 it, and I still get goosebumps today because it still means something to me. And especially like I'm doing one now, and this guy was a train driver. And so I'm putting a train on the back of it, you know, on the back of the headstone. And then his, his numbers, his wife said, can you do that? And I said, yes. And so, you know, and I'm doing one at, at another one now, I can show you. And, and he was a taxi driver. And we're putting that taxi driver, you know, and... And it's just, and you know, they absolutely love it. And people come here and say, oh, "I want that," you know. And you have, um, we've, we've found out that you have quite a um, a great reputation. You've built up a real community um, base of, of family that you've worked with. Oh yeah, over the years you meet a lot of lovely people, you know. And and, and you, unfortunately you forget who they are till you see them again, you know. But but when you do meet them, hey, it's like old friends and old family, you know. Mm. And. I, I, two weeks ago, I met a lady from Tauranga. She came down and um, she asked me. She she saw it in a Mana magazine, my article. Yes. And um, she looked up on the website. And she saw it there, and she she rang Levin to see where the closest place to for a motel where she was going to stay tonight, just to come and see me. And I was blown away because I said I thought she had family here, but she only came to see me about a headstone. And she went away happy because I sold her something, a piece of art, and she couldn't believe the price of it. And because um, being Māori, I said, oh, you don't have to sleep in a motel, because sleep on my couch. <laughs> you know, and uh, she, she was absolutely stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So she, said, she asked me would I go up there and put it in, and I can sleep on her couch. So I paid back the... You know, <laughs> so, but no, I, I get thrilled, buzz out of that, you know, so very much. When it comes to money, the money side of things, because, I mean, just from my observation and in my experience, you know, headstones are so beautiful and so elaborate. Do you, how does pricing work? Okay, pricing, what we do, I'd say that a headstone costs $1,000, we put down a $500 deposit. And then if the family wants to walk away, well, you know, hey, I don't lose, they don't, they just lose their $500, unfortunately, you know what I mean? But it has never come to that. And, and before the unveiling or whatever, or, you know, pick-up time, they pay it off. They have it all paid, so I don't have to chase it. Because many a time my wife said to me, geez, dear, you're going to be a broke man. And I have been, you know, believe me, I have. Because I, sad, well, not a sad part, but a good part about me, I've got a good nature. 
and sometimes it's too good, you know, because I, you know, give, not good or not good for business. Uh, no, not not very good. I, I can see what Parkies do it because they got a, you know, it's money, money, money. Where mine is, it's aroha, you know, and and I'm I'm trying to give them a good deal, without being ripped off myself, and and unfortunately, you know, it does happen in life. I notice, yes. and I have been chasing money, but hey. Yeah, you know, I said to my wife, I'm always going to repo, and she said, no, you won't. You, it's not like me, but it's not like me. But hey, yeah. you know, but I just make sure I don't get in that situation anymore. So do you do the books, or does your wife do the books? No, I do all the books, <laughs> even though she's a bilingual school teacher. <laughs> you know, and I, but for Māori words going on headstones, I get her to check it, because, you know, nice. but I do all the book work, and um, yeah. She keeps me in check, as a woman's do. Um, so, Richard, if we could walk around a bit more. Oh, so, oh. this, oh, look at this marble, I'm assuming. Granite. Oh, that's, granite. Yeah, that's a granite. That's one that's going to go to Tauranga. <gasps> she was so wrapped in it, couldn't believe it. And, and her daughter's with her, and, and when I told her the price, she said, Mum, is still cheaper in Rotorua. She couldn't believe it. And I, I said, hey, that, that's the price. She said, what's the catch? I said, there's no catch. That's how it is, you know. Mm. So she, yeah. And as you can see, we even make a, oh. a bottle. Out of granite? Out of granite. Anyway. So that people, because people often leave little momentums. Oh, exactly, exactly. On his you know. like a line red bottle or Yes, because yep. my friend said, can you put any words on ours? I said, you can do anything you want. Oh. And uh, so, yes, so, um, no, each piece I, I, I just love, you know. I, I still get a, you know, every headstone to me, it's personal, you know, and you're only good as your last work. I always maintain that, you know, and I still never want to forget where I started this from, mate. The fucker papa, and and I'm, you know, and I got a, I got a, a guy who works for me, and he's parky, and he, he couldn't, uh, he can't understand, you know. He says, why do I, you know, why, why, why didn't you give it to them a bit more price, put it up? And I said, no, no, I started this, and I still want to know, I still believe where I came from, my roots. And I still want to stay with that co-papa. I don't want to change it. I don't. I don't. I don't want to change me. And, and so, that's how it's going to be. He can't believe he recognised the seller too cheap. But that's not. It's not about that. I, I can sleep out night. Although you don't directly deal with um, death. No. Do you feel the heebie-jeebies sometimes? Is this, um, you know, do you no, feel? No. I, I, I get good vibes. Eh. I, I really get real good vibes of him. And um, because I know. I'm doing something good, not not you know, not terrible, and and doing something good for everybody at the end of the day. Mm. It must be some sort of, I mean, I can only imagine this um, work satisfaction when you've started the stone, you put the words on, you put the picture on. I mean, what no. what sort of process is that like to have a complete stone? <laughs> it's 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 getting the family together to to process it, you know, and, and and each family, you know, what it's like, and you know, they all want to say and cut words out and whatnot, and and once they got that process, that's the easy, that, that's the hardest, yeah, yeah getting those words. Yes, because everything's got to be right. Yes, and the first thing I say to a customer, where does it got to go? If they say into an Udapa, it's okay because any size. But if they say to me it's got to go into a cemetery, a public cemetery, then I've got to find out what's the bylaws, what sizes they are. So of once, course. That's the first thing I ask of people, where does it got to go? In a family, Udapa, I love it. And, and I, I, get, I get a lot of trips away to meet a lot of family, and, and, and of course, you know, you have their big feeds and lovely, you know, they look <laughs> after you like a king. Yes, yes, love that marae kai. Hi, hi. 
So when it comes to buying a headstone, what's a reasonable cost? $500, $5,000? Richard, when you go to an urupa, do you think there's more pressure on Māori whānau to have a good headstone, even if they can't afford one? I, I, I'm not too sure because I, I think all, at the end of the day you just want to give your loved one a stone. No matter what kind of stone it is, or if they can afford it or can't afford it, they just want to give something in a, in a way of appreciation, you know, hey, that person was here. And as you can look, at these, a lot of these stones here never had headstones on. And, and now So they're just the little, like, plaques? and that, you know. And, you know, I, I give to make sure, you know, because at the end of the day they just want to be recognised they were there. Because at the end of the day they were human. So no matter placard, design, no design, you still give the same amount of passion? Aye, the... aye. Because, you know, I, cause to me it's, it means something to that person and it means something to me. So even though I didn't know them, you know, I just... And as you can see, this guy here, I said to the, I asked the family, what was he into? And they said he used to love playing cards. So I put a deck of cards on there. And they said, does well, that cost extra? And I said, no. I just said, I want to do it because I feel like I need to do, do something to justice, you know. And this one here, I, I, is, their father was in the Korean War. And I said, have you got a badge, Korean badge? And they said, oh, Dad would have loved that. There was a badge on there. So I, I just, we, we, we saw the badge and then we put it on there. And then that just blew the whole family away, you know. So it's little things like that, you know. I think it's the last gift you can give someone. Now Richard is about five foot three, he's quite skinny, so I'm looking at him and his small stature and with big granite stones, I'm thinking, how does he physically manage? Well, with the reputation growing and the business expanding, he's ended up building a new workshop at the back of his house. So this is going to be my new workshop because I outgrown what I've been doing, so yeah, it's just getting huge and bigger all the time. Wow, what's the um, ground? What's the measurements of the space? Fourteen and a half metres by fourteen and a half metres. I told my wife it was only going to be a little building. <laughs> and then next minute you? Well, these things grow, aren't <laughs> <on> you? <laughs> so, oh God, I'm just thinking about how you can't do this by yourself. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been, I've been potting around every night and day. When I when I get um, had enough of doing you know engineering or, or stonework, I just come out here and just have time out and pot around. So obviously the roofs, what needs to be done? Uh, the plastic roof is going on top of the roof. Yep. Now all the tin's done, and um, my wife is pushing me because she wants a part of my little shed. She reckon I got too many sheds for my headstones, <laughs> so she's into uh, weaving and all that. See, oh, so nice. she's a hard out weaver, and that's so I said I'll give her a room just to keep the quiet. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> so she'll do her thing on that side and you'll do your thing on this aye, side. Aye, aye. Staffing. Do you have, do you think about an apprentice maybe, Richard? Because it seems as though you need to pass your skills on to someone. Yeah, I've got a 30-year-old son, you know, and he's, he's a builder. And um, I keep telling him, mate, when you finish doing that in the mines, actually he's in the mines in Australia. In Perth? Aye. And um, he said, I said, well, when you're ready, son, come back and give me a hand, you know. And he said, oh, yeah, Dad, one day. Well, I hope so, you know, because I, I, I think this is a good trade to get into because we're always going to need it, you know. In terms of the day-to-day building and making them, it's really you? Yes, yes. Um, yes, Tony, Tony works for me and um, he does all the, he does the graphic for me and, and gets things set up for me. 
And so when I when I get home, I can carry on with the day-to-day running then. So eventually, um, yeah, I like to teach another young person. And so, yeah, I can move on too, you know, do other things. So obviously you're going to be a busy man over the next year or so. Yeah, yeah, and, um, it's never a dull moment. My wife says I should get away, you know, got to get out of the, because you know, I get people dropping all, all hours of the night and day. And so it's never a dull moment. <laughs> never a dull moment at Richard's Designer Stones in Livin. This is Justin Murray for Tiahika. And uh, for photos of um, some of Richard's designs, you can head to our webpage www.radionz.co.nz forward slash Tiahika.